Um, and welcome back to Fires of Nothing. I have no idea why that keeps doing that. Um, tonight we are joined by the wonderful Amber, aka Kelda Setter. Um, and this evening is our regular uh, Adventures of um, stream, where we will be following the adventures of N uh, NPCs and former players in Amber's, in Amber's right, Kader's case. Um, few announcements. Um, uh, I forgot what the announcements were in all the button pressing. Um, and why have I still got music in my ears? Sorry, I just <laughs> need to need to fix this. Why? Why? Oh, that's sorry because we've got the theme music in the background. That's right. Um, so yeah, a um, couple of announcements, not just for me. Um, as uh, mentioned yesterday, um, hopefully Nightbot will tell everyone. Uh, of Harriet's new Patreon and online comic, and also um, Amber herself has uh, some online businesses type things to do. So, Amber, whilst I press some buttons, please feel free to tell everyone about your Etsy's and wonderful dragon scale bits and pieces. Oh, okay. Well, I <laughs> make armor as you do when you learn how to knit. Um, I got some here mainly like shouldery bits but yes the other aesthetic um on etsy so if you go onto www.etsy.com slash shop slash the other aesthetic which is not an easy word to spell so i can't put it in the chat um indeed, that's indeed. where my armor is and you know just so that you can live like a viking i personally find it's the most fun way to live but to each their own you know mm -hmm. yeah we got colourful ones, we got metallic ones, as D20s go, and as armour goes. Spice up your life. All the colours of the rainbow. Okay, okay. Um, superb. Um, with that done and me accidentally <laughs> got something and slapped a, a big little on the screen. Yep. Uh, so now everyone should be able to hear the music. Not just us. So, um, so once last we uh, saw Kada, um, she was sneaking off in the dark, uh, leaving her friends behind from the town of Renford, um, heading southward out of the city with her former mentor, well, or former or, or current mentor, uh, Saran. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, previously, uh, Kada had obviously like um, Musa and Thavar and uh, Eric and Mortem had escaped from uh, the uh, attack on the Manford Mines on the edge of the Manax Forest, found their way down to uh, Hunter Aram's farm, helped Hunter rescue his kids. Kada, during Hunter's funeral, said a, a little prayer to her dark deity or the dark power that she follows, sending Hunter's soul off to the eternal voids of the abyss. Ian, um, this is so unfair. <laughs> There's some perspective that's being missed here. There is. <laughs> For context, <laughs> for context, anyone who does not know, Kada was told that her god, Daracus, was trying to free people's souls so that they can unleash their inner power, and she's just trying to free everyone. She thinks she's doing good things when she prayed for Hunter's soul to go to her god, Daracus, who happens to be an evil god, but you know, not like some things are misunderstood. Some True. things that are misunderstood are actually good, but people who don't understand them call them evil. So this is her True. perspective. She thinks that she's actually doing a very good thing. People just don't understand. They just don't. But she's actually, she's got the best intentions. And it's not a cult. It's just people don't understand. They don't. They're not ready. True. That's true. It's something we're trying to get across, the concept of good and evil being very vague and, and great experience. <laughs> right, um, after sending um, Hunter's soul off to the eternal voids um, of the Plane of Shadows, um, the realm that Barakos uh, exists within or is, um, depending upon your perspective, uh, Kato then journeyed with the rest of the adventurers back uh, into the town of Renford, where they met up with the uh, Scarlet Sirens. Um, Kada had a fun evening with one of the sirens named Jasmine. Um, I forgot about Jasmine. <laughs> oh. I can use it, right? Jasmine. That's what a gal. What a gal. 
Uh, so yes, um, and whilst in town, they had some fun on the river with some pieces, um, and eventually uh, Saran showed up um, and told her that they had work to do, and it was time to leave, um, and that's where we pick up. Um, you leaving, heading southward out of the village, um, following in in Saran's wake. Um, in the night, she's moving. Uh, much like she did when she was uh, walking through the caves. Though she's a human, she seems to travel relatively well in the dark. But like I say, it's a, the moon's quite bright, so it's a decent evening. And you're just wandering along. She takes you out, out of the town southward and takes a kind of a south-easterly loop. And you find yourself heading back uh, eastward and back towards the King's Road. Do you want to talk to her or yes. stab her in the back and leave her, leave her dead in the snow? No, she's my friend. Kada, <laughs> despite what every single person, and I mean every person, thinks, is not evil. Um, Kada will go up to Saran and be like, "Did did Darakos send you? I I know we we have work to do. We we need to share his his power and his light and, and free everyone. But what what is the next step i i don't know what the way is as i said my dear we we, we do have some work to do um but we, i wouldn't call it destiny i wouldn't call it fate Darakov doesn't believe in that as i said he um as you know being one of his um disciples much like myself um we are free to do as we will um as we wish um Though Darakos certainly has a plan for the universe and to enact that plan, he requires our assistance and help. And for those of us that are true to his teachings and true to his ways, um, he does pass on visions of things that need to be done to um, enable us to free everyone. Uh, so, uh, yes, we do have some work to do. Um, it will be explained in time, but first of all, we must make a journey. Does this um, mean you're, you'll be training me some more? I I wanted oh, to yes. train amongst my party, but they, um, some of the magics, I, I fear that they wouldn't, they wouldn't take it well. Oh, yes. Um, I don't think, um, some people would have truly understood. Um, as, as, as I explained to you during your, during our first, first lessons in teachings, um, not everyone truly understands, um, the ways of our Lord, um, Lord is a, I should say, is more of a, a human context for him. Um, and for them, they see um, being unshackled and unchained from um, the, the the chains of slavery that the Great Spirit and the gods um, enact upon their spirits and their souls um, as darker and evil. Uh, whereas for more enlightened amongst us, like ourselves, um, we know the truth. Um, so, but to Deliver this truth to as many people as possible requires us to do many things. Um, and I will indeed be teaching you as much as I can um, uh, whilst we are on our, shall we say, on our travels and um, going about um, Darakos's good work um, and trying to bring about freedom to all. Where are we going exactly? Um, We'll be traveling north. Um, we'll, be, we'll be going to what is for our people, at least, or relatively, a holy place. Does it have a name? Or? Yes, it's called the Swamps of Femrin. It's where the source of our power comes from. See. How far is the journey? Um, it's quite some way, but um, there are ways for us to, to expedite this journey. Um, and again, all will be revealed in time. And uh, after a while, then uh, she continues talking to you whilst you're traveling. She's talking about um, your lessons, and she's asking you how you how you found what what have you learned and learnt of the world since leaving her, and um, and other people's views and opinions and how they differ to your own and stuff like that. Um, and eventually, whilst whilst traveling and just general chit chat and stuff, because she keeps a, a relatively swift pace and she leads you to a place that's actually quite familiar to you. It's the Seven Sisters, is where Hunter died. Oh shit, okay. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I don't like that. Um... This... 
asked you before, but did you know of the, the feral, the possessed bears in this area? I know, mm -hmm. I know it's spirits gone away late, but are we in danger? Is Hunter's family still in danger? She looks at you some, uh, she looks a little perplexed. Um, she, you've been here, been here before, my dear? To this spot, yes. The, when we were traveling um, into the city, we stayed at a, a house nearby and this man, Hunter, his, his children had gone missing and one of them um, had climbed into the, the center of this space um, to escape from this possessed bear with red eyes. We came looking for him and we we defeated the bear, but we lost Hunter as well. Ah, um, well, it, it was all news to me. Um, actually, you, you mentioned uh, the first night I met you in Renford that there was um, some kind of dark spirit possessing people. Um, I said it pure coincidence, perhaps. I, I knew nothing of any creature or, or any of any pattern. Obviously, there's still the corpse, the butchered corpse of the bear, the skinned corpse of the bear there. Um, but no, it's, um, it was all news to me. Um, it, we've not, tried to look into it, but if, I confess like we are, we are still, I should suppose that I should say I now as I've split with the party, I am still very confused as to what's going on here. And if you know this place, could this be the source of what possessed the bear? Oh, no, no, they, they, this is, though to us is a place of some import. Um, maybe another one of shall we, our brethren or sisters passed through this way, or um, it's not uncommon for uh, sp spirits that have been freed from the great spirit um, dominion to seek out places that are, shall we say, holy to us. Um, if that is the case, and uh, Hunter was, uh, you said his name was Hunter? Yes, Hunter was slain um, by this creature, then that is just the way of things. Um, maybe it was, like I said, not one that believes in destiny, um, but in doing so, um, Hunter was, shall we say, passed, sent, uh, sent on somewhere, more, shall we say, uh, free than where he would have been if he'd gone somewhere else? I prayed for him to go to Darakus, but if anyone um, deserved freedom in this life, Hunter was one of those people. And um, if he did indeed send his soul on to the, um, the eternal void, then he is indeed freer than he, he would have been in an afterlife prescribed by the Great Spirit. But it was, a, it was a, the this creature she points down towards the bear. There's nothing to do with it, nothing to do with I. Um, I'm not aware of any of our any other other brethren around here. Um, but anyway, that's not why I brought you here. Um, she leads you into the the Seven Sisters itself, and you remember the, there was the the piles of stones in which you found um, uh, Lena, the young son, mm -hmm. um, where you pulled him out from. Um, as she takes it, she takes out a, a small torch and she lights it up for you. And it's something that you can see now that you wouldn't notice before uh, during the panic. Um, on the undersides of the rocks where they where it formed the hollow that um, uh, Lena climbed into, there are lots of very familiar runes carved on the inside of them. Interesting. Um, she, and she looks around. She goes, um, "For us, these henges, these um, uh, these seven sisters, as they're called, um, for us, these are, are holy places. Uh, the the shamans, the slaves of the great spirit, um, they have their their henges and their their ley lines and their holy places. For us, these are such a place, places where Arakos's power is a little more." Um, prominent, so to speak, places, uh, places within 
our universe where he can reach in slightly. Um, and he do allow, and they can if you are aware of the, the magics and the rituals to do so, allow us to move from between henge to henge. I see. For us, and, um, and for us, this is, this is our henge. Um, this is one of the ones that, much like the much like the, ca the cavern backing um, thingies, that were once protected, um, and they allow us to move from place to place a little quicker than than other people. And you take just, um, is there is yeah, there uh, a magic that you have to do to move us mm -hmm. from one place to the other? Oh uh, yes, indeed. Um, I'm, I'm just about to get to that, and she takes out a few spell ingredients and she sets up a, a small little ritual and she goes please uh, sit inside and she draws a small little circle I, on the inside I, and... I would like to learn this magic if if i may if it won't disrupt um in time um you you can certainly watch um and in time i will, it will certainly be something that i teach you to allow you to move around because there is no destiny but if you wish to return to your friends knowing such magics may help you be able to find them. I see. Uh, Kada will watch quite attentively. Um, okay, she sits down and she goes through this ritual. She starts to cast a thing. And you can feel the, the rocks around you start to hum as she begins to chant in bits and pieces. And you're sat, sat in, in the snow. And, um, and it's not long. It takes her maybe 10 minutes. Um, and then as, as she starts, as the chanting starts increasing and building and crescendo, you can feel the vibration in the rocks start to uh bounce off the various rocks and kind of be focused in towards where you're all sitting and then it becomes quite intense once then there's a kind of a second and you're gone and you find yourself standing in a cavern um it's fully dark around you and there's no lights or anything um obviously being a malar um i i can i can assume you probably instantly switched here infravision to look around um, the, uh, I imagine it's very, very startling yeah. to go from like broad, <laughs> like normal vision to infravision all of a sudden like that. Yeah, you find yourself oh. standing. Okay, carry on. No, you, carry. Uh, you find yourself standing in a cavern uh, with uh, Sam. Um, you look around, it's not a large cavern maybe 50 60 feet across but across um about uh on one of the edges knowing where true north is under underground at all times kind of on the, the northeastern side of the cavern um you can see a little faint speck of light seeping in through a passageway um before um, sort of following it off Kada will take a second to sort of like put a hand on the walls around her and just appreciate being sort of underground again mm -hmm. um this is sort of the most at home she's felt for a while so she's <sighs> and she's yeah she's letting her guard down a bit a bit more now that she's underground again okay um so uh Saram, uh heads purposefully towards the the entrance it's the only exit and entrance from this cavern um and she leads you along and it's not long as you kind of turn around the corner and it starts to slope up quite steeply. Um, you find yourself led up and uh, into um, the... Oh, well, let me get my time zones right. That's no, still dark outside. But yeah, it's certainly <laughs> dark outside. You're, you're led out into um, what is a um, kind of... A, it is a swamp. You can see a lot of brackish and frozen water. Um, uh, sprayed out uh, all around you. You see some um, trees more uh, more familiar uh, with swamp life, like mangoes. Not mangoes, but um, it, it's you're certainly in a swamp of some sort. There, it's obviously snow covered and and frozen due to the, it being the, the tail end of winter. Um, it's awful, and it's also a lot colder up here than it was where you were before. Uh, the temperature drop is a good ooh, 10, 15 degrees Celsius. beyond uh, I know you I know you explained how the hinges work but this is beyond what I imagined where where are we now um we are in the feminine swamps we have some traveling to do um 
for various reasons, some that may become um, aware to you in time. Um, the heart of our power here in this world is protected. Um, as such, those of us that wish to make the pilgrimage um, to the most holy of places um, have, to do, have to do so by a, a very circumspect uh, uh, manner. Um, just to prevent those that would wish to undo all the work that we try to try to do from discovering where where our, our true seat of power lies. I see. And so she leaves, but she looks outside and it's all very dark. Um, she, um, but for now, I, I suggest that we rest. We've got a long journey tomorrow and uh, I don't know about you, but I'm not a fan of swamps, especially in the middle of winter. I see. Um, I'll set about sort of can you set a fire in a swamp sort of thing? Uh, well, you're still kind of on the... There's, there's not going to be... Mate, so there, there, there are, there's certainly some more dead or dying trees not too mm -hmm. far away, so you can break branches off and um, attempt to try and get a fire going there. Yeah, yeah um, I'll, I'll start a fire to, to keep us going through the night, um, and I'll set about getting some, some kindling. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And yeah, just bunking down for the night. I probably, for the record, when we do actually sit down after having had a ration and once the fire is going and everything and we're ready to actually sleep, Kada probably won't actually sleep for a bit because in her brain she's still like, I didn't tell anyone that I was leaving. Also, we're in the swamp now? Also, what the fuck was that? That was so cool. God, what? There's a lot. There's a lot that's going on in her brain. Yeah, okay. So feel free if you want to go through like an internal monologue. Uh, Saren, after uh, eating up her meal and stuff like that, she she bears down and sleeps quite quite soundly. So if you want to go through an internal monologue, go for it. I just, if... I... I understand that the, the power that Saren has is, is because she is a true believer and what we're doing is is to free everyone and this is this is the right thing to do it is because we need to free everyone and not everyone can be saved hunter is evidence of that but how this oh oh this is beyond anything that I expected of of Darakas or any magics, and we haven't even reached this this holy place yet. I'm not going to scream into the void because we've had that conversation. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. Darakas is sitting there, but if if a girl could. Scream well, to the void. Well, well, technically, he's not sitting there. He is the void. Um. I'm not going to scream at Darakos then. <laughs> but if a gal could, I just why this this seems like the right path, and clearly Darakos is giving Salon and everyone power for a reason, and that reason is to free people. But something just doesn't feel right. The closer we get this but the secrecy makes sense because the, the what's the name of the group the the adventuring woman which group the scar scarlet sirens yes the scarlet sirens have already proved that not everyone is is understanding and i mean in the case of Annie, I mean, understandable, murdering your brother is not a good idea. But in other senses as well, just... This is, this is the right thing. I just, for, for the night until I fall asleep, I'm just having a mental pep talk of like, this is, this is the right thing to be doing. This is, yes. And, um, and I suppose, um, part of your subconscious may argue that the way um, the should say the non-committal um, or should say the lack of compassion show to Annie via the the two Eleanor, um, 
who treated her for, for uh, less than dirt once they discovered that she was Daishi. True. Um, the fact they would not, not take a second to to throw her out and they wouldn't even listen to her. How can you claim to be fully on the side of good when you will not even listen to the context, to to the argument that you're fighting against? So the evening evening passes whilst you have your 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 internal moral discussion dilemma about is yeah. this true, um, or am I doing the right thing? Uh, is Daracus's powers true uh, benevolent? Um, uh, very valid, very valid questions to have. Um, they must be. <laughs> Um, you wake in the morning and uh, Saren's up up before you, she's cooking breakfast, um, and she's got some bacon and eggs on the go, uh, sizzling on a pan over the fire. Ah, good morning, my dear. Um, did you sleep well? Wonderfully. Um, thank you. Any any spare food going? Um, certainly, help yourself. I've already eaten. Thank you. Um, I'll go over and sort of pick up some of my own. Um, did you ever run into those people from from the mine again? Uh, the, um, the Shantarians. The, the Shantarians. Yes. Um, no, um, I was able to escape uh, not too long after you. Um, went to the cave-in. had no idea how that happened. It certainly wasn't me. Um, I, I retreated back to... Uh, I was trapped to myself within the uh within the tunnels um i returned to the to the shrine to the to our temple for a while um and once i heard no noise of anyone scrabbling around uh further outside um i came i came up outside and was able to crawl through a small gap and find my way out in the same fashion you did um, it took me some time before i was able to catch up with you uh in renford i was came to see if you were okay and from there um we are here uh, it's, I, I, I'm fairly certain that the, the cave actually collapsed because of one of the members of the party who was with us, although he was taken by some merchants, I believe, some smugglers. Um, fortunately, I don't believe he, he knew of, of either one of us. Um, young Eric, maybe. Yes, yes. Hmm. He, he did sense a bit of an odd power within him. Interesting. But shall we, once you have finished, uh, finished breaking fast for the day, um, like, as I said, we have a, a long and probably a quite unpleasant journey ahead. Pleasant how? We have to wade through that, and she points at the swamp. <laughs> I've, I've crossed ice rivers before, I can wade for a swamp. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Um, I'll get all my supplies together and just. Yep. If I can cross an ice river, then I can cross a swamp. Okay. I'm ready. Um, so you head off. Um, it is really difficult there. I'm going to ask you to make uh, two endurance checks, please. Endurance. But, yes, because I know you, you don't have enough endurance to make this journey without making an effort. Oh. The first one is a 23, not a 20. Um, not 20? Yes. OK, that's five pounds for charity. Well done. Yes. That's one that I forgot to mention at the top of the stream, but hopefully Nightbox taken care of, is uh, throughout the month of October, we are raising money for the UK charity um, Mind, uh, a mental health awareness charity that deals with and helps people with uh, mental health problems. Um, I don't like using a problem, uh, mental health it's invisible illnesses, mental it's health in, awareness invisible, in general. Invisible, yeah, invisible illnesses. There we go. Yes, which um, big fan of that because I myself have invisible illnesses. So here we are. But, this is... uh, looking at chat, Nightbot isn't doing anything. Why is Nightbot not doing anything? Oh, dude, Nightbot, dude, donate to charity. In, you're in chat, Nightbot. <laughs> Seriously, do your job. <laughs> There we go. Do it myself. You're fired. 
people box these days. All right. Anyway, um, so yeah. Um, so the first one's uh, natural twenty. Um, mm -hmm. Just an update our our jobber. Uh, I make another one, please. Um, the other one was a five, so plus three, eight. Okay. Um, like, by lunchtime, um, having slogged through the swamp, um, Sam seems to know where she's going. Mm -hmm. She leads you. She leads you around and out of the way of most of the the, the really bothersome uh, natural hazards, um, sinkhole, uh, like sinkholes, like broken up pieces of ice, thin ice that maybe over particularly precarious uh, stretches of swamp water. Um, it seems to look like have a path, but it's really mm -hmm. hard going. And you've got one level of exhaustion by the end, by lunchtime. Um, it's, it's a difficult journey. Okay. Do I still have the two dark taints as well as my level of exhaustion? Uh, yes, you do. Okay, just for my collection so that I know. Yes. Um, also, what do you mean there are sinkholes in this swamp? What? <laughs> it's, a, it's a swamp. It's got lots of lots of hazards. Sinkholes. Sinkholes, quick sand, quick mud. Um, think swamps of sadness. <laughs> the mummy. What? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Look. It's fine. It's fine. Storming through. Going. So, yeah, so you're making way. You're making way through. Um, unless you wanted to do to talk to Saren about anything specific, um, um, it's a yeah. I feel like going through the swamp. That I was like, oh, just that's some like muddy water. That's fine. Halfway through, I'm not going to get into anything super specific. But halfway through, I probably would have been like, is is that a, a sinkhole? <laughs> I don't need well, to know. She looks, over, she looks over and there, there is a collapsed area of swampland. Um, and you do see water trickling over the edge and, and down below. But being a, a Nalar, you, you're used to ground collapsing underneath you. Well, not underneath you, but sinkholes from above yeah yeah sinkhole yeah. from above and uh, even down below uh cavern cavern floors collapse and chambers and stuff below mm -hmm. them so um the the concept of um ground collapsing like into no <laughs> so it, it's not an it's not an uncommon concept to you um no. but the, no. thought of, the thought of a sinkhole in the middle of a swamp um is still a little bit perplexing and you can see water draining off and into it um, but where the, I mean, like where that's the, a flooded cave system. Yes, and that is now a flooded cave system. Um, cool. All right. Stress. For some reason, I might do for an unplugged stuff again. Better. Um, so, um, yeah, and like I said it's a it's a three day journey for you, mm -hmm. and eventually uh, um, you come across a what is a small island. Um, it's probably say small it's kind of large for the middle of the swamp because it's, it's close to a mile wide um I mean, it's, it's, it's the largest piece of uh, shall we say terra firma you you've come across on your journey um and Sarah leads you onto the island and you you stop and she shakes her boots off and starts trying to get as much of the mud off as well it's certainly been a very difficult journey so um again cross off uh, three days rations um and you've had to eat them cold because there's been nowhere to cook warm food um mm -hmm. the last warm food you would have eaten would have been breakfast that saran cooked outside of the cave that is actually the last of my rations at that point um which i will um when i have my like maybe my second to last i'll be like i'm i wasn't exactly stocked for this journey i suppose um yep i'm trying to look kind of cool in front of saran though so everything she does like shaking the boots out and everything i will try and do with as much confidence as possible but in my head i'm like what the fuck? what <laughs> is this doing anything is this actually helping but i'm like oh yeah well, yeah just scrape this off yeah. 
Yeah, um, it was certainly cold when you took your feet off. Again, um, you do. Uh, one thing you have noticed, um, certainly in all of your travels uh, uh, since the start of the campaign, uh, since coming to the service world um, mm -hmm. in Canam and um, the Manax Forest and your journey down through the Tan, the, far, the, the mountains that you see were always to your north. And in okay. the last three days, the mountains you've seen have always been to the south. Oh, okay. So you, okay. You'd be aware that you've passed beyond the, the Shentown Mountains and you're now north of the Shentown Mountains. Okay. We've traveled such a great distance. This is another reason why I am struggling to sleep at night because of all of just, I'm still comprehending how far we've traveled seemingly very easily. But also for the record, it's occurred to me that I probably have never walked through water in this way before. So with every squelchy step through this swamp, I'm just like... And anytime Saran looks back, I'll be like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anytime she's not looking, I'm just like... <laughs> it's the worst thing. It's just the worst thing. Kate is... She's not here for it. This is worse than the ice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's certainly worse than the river. Like I said, it'd been arduous, but because Saran knows where she's going, she's certainly led you led you on a path that, um, though not obvious, um, certainly if you were attempting to blunder your way through. One thing you are aware of, if you were attempting to blunder your way through this swamp without knowing what you're doing, having seen mm -hmm. a few sinkholes along the way and uh, some of the ice and um, or, or uh, patches of ice that appear to have had creatures or something fall through it and into the blackish and brackish water beneath. Um, you, you, you're pretty sure that compared to the, the river of uh, the uh, uh, Palax River uh, in Renford, uh, this is certainly a more treacherous place to travel. Mm -hmm. uh, we have to travel back this way as well, or even, even in the height of summer. Are you asking asking her that question? Yeah, halfway through, after I've probably seen something that I cannot identify what creature it is, I'm just like, that's a living thing. I'm going to be like, is this like we go this way and then there's like a drive route out or? Oh, no, 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 no. Like this, same... this, is, this is the only way in. Um, there, there, was a hinge where we are, there was a hinge where we are at our destination, somewhere that would allow us to leave in, this, in kind of the same fashion in which we arrived. I see. Yes, that is it. Without that is good to know. Yes, it, it's just it, the, the hinge here. Right? The, hinge, the hinge here only allows us to leave um, a precaution, so to speak, to prevent unwanted arrivals. That's a good. This is a good precaution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she she leads you um, leads you up onto the island, um, and she, again she kind of she, she heads in an, an unerring path. Um, being cautious about where she steps and she instructs you to follow her and follow her footsteps um precisely um okay. and she leads you up through up onto the island uh, in, into a small forest a, a small a large copse of trees uh, in the ice and eventually she leads you to a cave um, um it's as opposed to like a cliff cave it's um the mouth of the cave uh, is formed um, uh, by um, an outcropping of rock, um, and uh, in that cave, uh, uh, in that outcropping, a, a cave a cave mouth has been formed. Um, okay. One thing you can, uh, and as you approach it, um, around the mouth of the cave, um, etched are loads of uh, loads of runes of darkness, um, much like the writings uh, on the uh, on the walls of uh, the the shrine. At the at the vines, mm -hmm. um, and again, much like the, the runes on it, they, they look ancient. They've been there for, I know, ever basically, um, certainly for a very, very long time. Um, and she leads you up to the uh, the mouth of the cave, and she turns and looks at you solemnly. Kada, my dear, I have one very important question to, to ask of you: Is your faith pure? Kada will take a second just to resolve. Um, and 
Yes. I... I've had moments of doubt. I... I will not lie. But... I've also had the time... to... work things through within myself. My faith is pure. Then much like your first test, a leap of faith, so is this one. And she gestures towards the kid's mouth. Is is it just like a cave mouth of runes around it? Yeah. Um, but much like when you were attempting to enter the uh, enter the um, the shrine uh, in the mines, mm -hmm. you see nothing beyond the entrance. It's like a wall of black. Because you arrived uh, mid-afternoon, so there's no light being cast inside the cave mouth. You see no kind of uh, natural life or anything beyond it. So you've got the cave mouth and nothing but some, just a pure wall of darkness yeah. um, that uh, exhibits the outside of the cave. Okay. Again, which is pretty much the same thing. Uh, and uh, if you remember back to when you first entered the shrine, um, yeah. when your infravision didn't penetrate the entrance to the... Uh, the so infravision, dark vision doesn't, nothing no. works on that. No. Yeah, that's so, fine. Um, yeah. I would assume, I think Kader would assume that it's the same thing here. Um, so after having that conversation, I'll sort of take a breath and walk quite confidently into the darkness. And now as the GM, I have to ask you, is your faith pure? It actually... Does does Kada have any doubts? <laughs> I would say she is like she's eighty-five percent there. Realistically, she in her head is like my my faith is pure. I this is the correct way. But I think there's always going to be a niggling little doubt. There's always going to be a little bit that's like there's a reason. There must be a reason that. They are so frowned upon, and that the, this magic seems so volatile. Um, so while Kada has managed to consciously convince herself that her faith is pure and she fully believes in it, I think subconsciously there is a part of her that is worried. Okay, she's Eight, sort of buried. She's buried that, so it's there, okay. but she's shut a door on it. If that makes sense. Can you roll a d hundred for me, then, please? Yes, I can. I love a test of faith. We got a 71. Is rolling high good? Ooh. Let's hope so. Yeah, that, that was close. Uh, <laughs> Insta kill. Exciting. Yeah, you, you said there is 85%. You're 85% sure. So if you'd, got, if you'd gotten over, over 85%, and your doubts would have been on the surface, so to speak, which may have been bad. <laughs> mm -hmm. I can imagine. You step through and you, you're, you're having that internal monologue and discussion, which is one of the reasons why uh, Taran asked you that question to bring you, they, to try and bring those doubts to the surface to see if you're taking sneaky girl. Yes. <laughs> and you step through. And again, much like that transition between uh, stepping from the, the tunnel and into the shrine, it's kind of that misstep as you kind of, um, you feel yourself stepping from one place to another. It's not like this, gen this seamless transition. Mm -hmm. And you find yourself in uh, a, a tunnel, um, pretty much the same size as the mouth of the, mouth of the cave. And all along the, um, the walls and on the ceilings, uh, are exactly the same as the shrine. There are rooms everywhere. There, there are uh, pictograms of all sorts. Um, uh, all over the place, the floor is covered in them as well. Um, and stepping in behind you seconds later comes Saran. And she sees you standing there and you see a smile come on her face and she sees you standing. Um, well done, my dear. Did you doubt me? I had no doubts whatsoever, my dear. If there were any doubts, they were in you. I will hesitantly go to like place a hand on her shoulder and walk with her like just a little pat and then walk just slightly behind her and she leads you 
further down and the tunnels winding okay and and you looking around the pitch uh, the pictograms uh, depict uh, various scenes and imagery much like in the uh the shrine where they uh, where you saw uh images of evolution from man and malar into infernal life um uh, this also carries pictograms of battles battles between infernal life and large winged creatures um you don't need a history above zero to understand that dragons are myths, but there are imageries of dragons doing battles with titanic um, infernal creatures um, upon the walls. Um, and, and in almost all cases, um, the dragons are depicted as falling. Um, and then you come around and you're led into a small cavern. Um, it's wind around the backside. It's probably 150, 200 feet across. Um, and ringed around the side are hundreds of um, lanterns, uh, not lanterns, but uh, torch poles, braziers type things, um, which have torches burning on them that cast light. And one, one thing you notice once you step in there, um, this cavern is a perfect circle purely perfect. And what strikes you as the most remarkable thing is the light being cast by the lanterns is shining off a pristine mirrored surface. The floor itself is perfectly level. As a Nalar, someone used to run the ground and uh, your entire yeah. uh, race is used to building and understanding. Concept. This floor is perfectly flat and it is polished. Um, much like and, and much Isn't like the half hemisphere yeah um much like the uh, much like and e even the, the surfaces of the walls never you you step and Simon leads you inside you step into what is like a perfect uh half uh, uh half a half a hemisphere um so you're you're in a, a dome mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um you're in a perfect dome uh and the walls and floors are polished black uh, stone. You walk up to them, you look at them, and you can see that they are indeed stone, and you can see the texture behind the behind the polish. Um, so it's normal stone, but the edge, the surface, has been polished into a mirror. And with the light being cast off um, the torches, you can see a reflection in it, as if you were looking into a, a perfect mirror. The amount of time it would take. This, that must have been done magically. Just, just the amount of time it would take to polish, like all of this stone in this time period. I one hundred percent are like putting my hands on the wall and being like, "This is." I'm gonna like look to Salan, Salan, Salan. And see what her face is doing. I want to see if I can read anything from her. She's she, she's as impassive as she's always been. Uh, the, the only thing I suppose you could glean is she's watching you more than <laughs> looking at the marvels around her. Okay, I just noticed self never playing poker with her ever. <laughs> ever. She's um, got a very good poker face. She does, just annoyingly good. Um, yeah, I want to sort of explore the the walls a bit um like what is there anything that i can see sort of like the i know it's like it's all black stone so it's difficult to see things but yeah. if things are still reflective is there anything that i can see within um said uh nothing around the side there's nothing carved under beneath the mirror the, the rock is just polished um the light obviously being reflected off it seems to bounce off and reverberate and generate towards the center of the room and as you look towards the center center of the room that's where your attention is drawn um because you may be uh like i said it's about 200 so about maybe about 100 feet away from 100 feet 120 feet away from the center of the chamber um and what you see in the center of the chamber is a large um archway that looms up maybe 60 80 feet above the ground. Um, you can't make out a great deal of detail on it. You can see that there are 
a, a number of like platforms on it from where from where your perspective and where you're looking um and you can see a number of people moving around uh, moving around the base of the platform there are um there, there's certainly a few small i would say structures but there, there are tables and you can make out maybe some altars and um uh other uh, accoutrement um, but that's not the thing that um sticks out to you and is most awe-inspiring um the most awe-inspiring thing looms up and towers above uh the uh the archway itself um and for a creature of its size um it makes remarkable noises its long serpentine neck twists and turns and looks in your direction but you stare face first into the eyes of a ginormous black dragon and a voice appears in your head greetings daughter of darkness that's where we're end. <laughs> so just for, for like Kada doesn't think this but i was like am i about to walk into like the balrog morgoth den and then people were there and i was like oh no no and then you're like a creature balrog morgoth <laughs> i ian so uh, that, that will bring the uh, uh journey to the end um because uh amber's got a run off to uh join chris vizier who um was with us last week uh, in their regular wednesday campaign um and we will catch up with kada uh sometime in the future to find out um exactly what she's got herself involved with so she gets immediately <laughs> eaten by this dragon he's just like ah daughter of darkness snack mm -hmm. like <laughs> what this uh, this is such a cool place though can you imagine living in this like shiny underground place with this massive dragon just chilling mm -hmm. mm. so uh that's what we bring up uh thanks uh izzy for stopping by um and uh the um bod will be available uh probably uh in about an hour or so uh or as soon as i get off and have some lunch and uh, dinner and stuff um please feel free to pop over to our youtube and i'm just going to Go and spank Nightbot for not doing his job. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back on, well, I'll be back tomorrow for a special Dev Corner. Uh, I'll be analyzing uh, Monday's uh, session from a systemic point of view. Um, and I'll be back on Sunday for uh, our regular Dev Corner, where we'll be looking at the FOA universe uh, as a whole. And uh, as usual, we'll be back on Monday for our regular A Shadow Awakening stream. So on behalf of myself and Amber. Uh, thanks for watching and cheerio. Bye. Bye.